With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Sharp Money as we welcome you back on a Monday, a fun show thus far. Wes Reynolds stopped by. Now, our buddy Aaron Holterman, professional handicapper, racingdudes.com. Of course, Aaron joins us, us, I'm Patrick Maher, Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson, as we say hi to the crew. If we can bring the four of us up, I want to do a little trivia as we start this, because I believe it was you, Amal Shaw, during the break that mentioned Freddie Freeman yesterday gathered his 2000th hit on his career. And by the way, he's having a great year. So 2000 hits, of course, the mark in baseball, 3000. Let's bring, let's bring the boys up. If we can, let's see if we can bring the four of us up. I want to have a conversation with them uh, downstairs. Let's try to get, bring them up. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. All right. Can we bring them up? Is that cool? Dustin? We're, we're working on it. <laughs> I'll wait. No problem. <laughs> I will Jenny. I will jet. I will. I will wait issue, for there, sure. There's an, there's, there's a, okay. I got you. I got you. I just wanted to make sure I could see him. Okay. So there it is. Thank you guys. Appreciate it. Um, do you guys know I was in El Segundo yesterday? Now, why would we know El Segundo? If Lakers you're a Beastie practice. Boys fan, if we thank you. Good job. Amal Shaw. <laughs> El Segundo trivia to start off hour number three on a Monday. The Beastie Boys wrote a song. I lost my wallet in El Segundo. El Segundo is part of the South Bay. So if you think about California and the coast, you think about Santa Monica, Venice, you think about Manhattan Beach, you think about Hermosa, Redondo, but the forgotten part would be El Segundo. We just talked about Freddie Freeman with his 2000th hit. Do we know who the most famous baseball player ever from El Segundo is? He's a good hitter. That's your clue. He's a great hitter. He went to El Segundo High School. One of the best hitters of all time in Major League Baseball. Anybody want to take a stab? I feel like it's somebody. It's in the a 80s. name that you would. I'll even give you a. I'll even give you a hint. Aaron Halterman, you should know this. You're in Missouri. Ooh. Oh, that narrows it down. Played for the Cardinals okay. or, or, Chief, or the Royals. The Royals. George Brett. Yeah, it's George Brett, isn't it? Nailed it. Yeah. Oh, George Brett yep. went to El Segundo. I think George Brett ended up with. A little over 3,100 hits in his career. 3,154. Mm-hmm. The average, not what I expected, maybe over the last few years of his career. Is that true, big guy, where he kind of hurt his average? Because I always thought of him as a plus 310 batting average guy. He, and, he's like 309, I think, career. 305. 305, okay. 305. Uh, yeah, I mean, he played till he was 40. So the average is definitely going to dip then. So his last few years, he hit under 300, like 266 his last year, 285, 255. Did hit 329, though, as a 37-year-old, all with the Royals. Just stayed there in the most confusing city in America. And we and, and we should know and we should note that he had a brother that pitched, I think, for like 10-plus years in the bigs as well. Ken Brett. Ken Brett. Yeah. Who R.I.P. died of brain cancer. The story's over. Let's move well, well, on. Also, George liked to take big dumps. <laughs> yeah, just if you Google you George Brett <laughs> and number two, you're gonna be for on for a wild ride. Anyway, the pride of El Segundo. I happened to be through going through town yesterday, and uh, George Brett, uh, Aaron Halterman, how you doing? 
I, I'm I'm doing very well. This was a very good story to start it off. I you were talking <laughs> about these places like, dude, I'm from Missouri. I don't know anything about this. I don't even know where you're talking about. So uh, <laughs> yeah. you brought it around to George Brett. So you hooked it back to me. That was good. I believe Kaufman are they are they building a new stadium in Kansas City? Because if you look, that's definitely one of the older stadiums. So if you were just starting to add them up right now, them all. You would go Fenway one, fourth, Wrigley two, Anaheim. The oh. Angels Stadium is three, Dodger Stadium fourth, Dodger Stadium fourth oldest, and, and then Kaufman is five. Is it? Is Kaufman five? Yeah. Wow. Aaron, you're probably the only one that's been amongst the four of us. Is it? Is it a good stadium? It actually, believe it or not, it's a really pretty stadium. They've got the waterfalls out there, you know, and they're actually really cool. It's it's not a bad place whatsoever. Um, that Dustin's comment was funny. The Royals especially are the most confusing franchise there is. They either win the World Series or they're in last and miss the playoffs. Like, the, you ever notice there's no in between. Go look at their history. They either win the World Series legitimately or they don't make the playoffs. It's so weird how it's worked. But, yeah, the stadium, I don't know if they're building a new one or not. I haven't heard that if they are, but it actually is a nice place to go watch a game. You can usually get in for like $5 and sit anywhere you want. That's the best part of it. Patrick correction. It's sixth. I forgot Oakland. Oh, Oakland. Well, not much longer. So six oldest (laughs) for Kaufman. It's also one of those. It's probably the first to do this boys because now Philadelphia. So if you go to Philly, there's basically a parking lot on the outside of the city where the 76ers have a stadium, the chiefs, excuse me, not the chiefs, the Eagles, uh, the Phillies and the flyers just in a parking lot. Well, Kansas city, I believe was the first to do it because just in a random parking lot, parking lot outside of downtown proper, you've got arrowhead and you've got Kaufman, right? Aaron. Yep, that's right. Yeah, usually you're parking by the Royal Stadium when you go to the Chiefs games and you're walking over there. But yeah, it's a just a big parking lot with two stadiums in it. It's funny you mentioned Philly. We went to Parks, which is a racetrack in Philly for the first time. And we were taking the Uber from the airport and we looked over like, holy, there's all the stadiums right there. It's like, yes. we wanted to hit those up. We wanted to see those. We didn't realize they're all three right together. So just one Uber ride. You could see all three of them there in Philly. It's crazy. Yeah, so uh, Kansas City just got the two. But yeah, you're absolutely right on that Philly thing. It was it was it was kind of wild seeing all three of them just side by side like that. It's also it, if go ahead, sorry. go ahead, Amal. I was just gonna say it's unfortunate the Royals have been bad for the majority of time outside that 14 and 15 run because if you think about it, the Chiefs have tremendous fan support. The Kansas Jayhawks, I know it's it's across state lines, but still Lawrence is not that far. You got great fan support, loyal fans there. And I saw one of the best signs ever at the World Series. The guy said he paid like 600 bucks for the ticket. He goes, "It's worth it. It's only 20 bucks a year. I've been waiting 30 years." If our executive producer, Dustin Sweetelson decides to flip careers, he's in wants to become a major league baseball player at 38. The one franchise he's not going to play for the Kansas city Royals. You know why? Anti-porn. Yeah. <laughs> now yeah. Dayton Moore, the general manager who is very much anti-porn. He lectured the team against porn viewing and Dustin, I would imagine that's going to inhibit you from playing for the Royals when you become a major leaguer. Yeah. But then if that doesn't work out, I'll just create an only fans and he can subscribe to that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I should move on. Uh, we'll start here with Aaron Halterman. I mentioned before you came on number one, Reds fan. So they ripped off and the 12th win was a shocker. A come from behind win on Friday night. The group chat was going nuts. Everybody's excited. They come back and beat the Braves. The Braves were a big time favorite. Then they proceed after 12 straight wins to lose two straight to the best team in baseball, the Braves. However, you're going to be on the Reds tonight. Williamson on the bump at plus 114. Irvin on the bump for the Orioles, a minus 124 favorite. Let's start with an overview from you, Aaron, on the Reds, and we'll talk about the game tonight. Yeah, listen, I think the Reds are just fine. Don't worry about the two losses. Speaking of Dustin, 38 years old, joining the major leagues. Hey, if you can pitch, go to Cincinnati. That starting pitching situation is horrific. It is so bad. It is a miracle. They have the record they do. And it's, it speaks to the lineup. The lineup is fantastic. You you know, you look at the pitching matchups. They had those three games against Atlanta. It's like, how are they even going to keep these games close? They nearly won yesterday, seven, six, two guys on one out hit into a double play. It's not very often this year. They've had guys on first and third and one out and not scored. So uh, I really think Atlanta got away with one. Of course the game on Saturday, it wasn't probably as close as that final score. I'm not real worried about 
about the about the Reds right now. They're going to Baltimore. It's not going to be easy. That's another tough uh, team. I don't think they're quite as good as Atlanta, though. Even though the Baltimore is very good, uh, that Atlanta lineup, they're going to feast on on bad pitching. That's what the Reds have with starting pitching right now. It's not good. Williamson tonight, believe it or not, he's probably their second best pitcher at this point. That's extremely disconcerting. And you mentioned the bullpen. This team, though, offensively is a threat. If they can get any kind of consistent pitching, and if they make an acquisition at the trade deadline, I think this is one team you guys got to be concerned with. Kudos to all of you guys. I was not on this team. Not have I have not been on this team, but you guys all identified them early. And I'll tell you what. They lose to the best team in baseball. What is Atlanta? 50 and 27. And according to Dustin, they might close out the season on an 87 game winning streak. I, they may not lose another game. They're so good. But to all your points about the Reds here, I think, you know who they could really use in that rotation? Luis Castillo, who they traded oh, yes. last year. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes. but that was a financial thing. They didn't sure. want to give him a new contract. Seattle did. They got a big prospect back in Marte, who they just moved up to AAA this morning. Very interested to see if they dangle him to get a controllable arm that they could have for multiple years here in Cincinnati because he's kind of blocked. McLean has been a stud at shortstop. He's hitting the ball. And then you got Ellie De La Cruz, who Aaron and I were texting about over the weekend. Legitimately, if he was born in America, that human being would not play baseball. He would be elite at another sport that utilized all of his athletic abilities. He's almost too impressive athletically to just be a baseball player. You guys are right do you about think that. Hitting, do you think hitting for the cycle in your 15th game is a good look? <laughs> so it was the 12th straight win, which is a franchise record that tied the 57 Reds, Aaron Halterman. The same night, that historic night, Ellie De La Cruz hit for the cycle by the sixth inning. This guy is insane. I was texting you guys. I, I told Dustin, I said, I literally jumped up when it, when that ball hit the gap. I was like, come on, Ellie, get to third. I mean, he was going all out. This guy can freaking fly. I've never seen him run that fast. He was flying. He knew as soon as he hit that gapper, forget about the double. He's going three. He gets in no problem. And Dustin's right. This guy's crazy athlete, man. He's huge. He's fast. Like he looks like a wide receiver out there. And by the way, he's not like an outfielder. That's like, oh, well, he's not very good defensively. He plays third and he plays short. He's a good mm -hmm. fielder too. This guy's incredible in the cycle. Uh, that was just, I mean, that Friday night was one of the more exciting baseball games we've seen in a while for a regular season. I mean, that was incredible. And he, he is a stud athlete. No doubt about it. Just a quick question for you guys. I am anti Dela Cruz stealing bases. And, and I'll give you my reasoning why is just simply because I don't want him getting injured on a stolen base attempt for what he brings to you offensively. He is so valuable. I don't think that's a crazy take. He is so valuable. Joey Votto is fanboying about De La Cruz, as he should be. We fanboy over Halterman. Shout to Kansas City. We're back. Sharp money. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com strategic. oracle.com strategic. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today and get a daily email recapping all the best bets show hosts and guests, including Aaron Halterman. He's got three plays in Major League Baseball. Anytime we have a guest or a host gives a play, it goes down on the picks page, vsun.com slash picks, and you get them when you become a VEASAN Pro. Introductory offer as low as $19 right now. You can also check out its categorized. So the top VEASAN expert, who's hot? Alterman and Samich are super competitive along with the big guy when it comes to that. But if they're on a roll, tail them. If they're not, fade them. Sign up now. VEASAN.com slash subscribe for 19 bucks. When you sign up, it's not just the picks. You're going to get the NFL betting guide, which drops on Thursday. Okay, we got you back here. I'm all Shaw. Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. Sharp Money. Aaron Halterman, professional handicapper, joins us. RacingDudes.com to check out the info. Here's how you know you're a degenerate and you focus your whole entire life on sports betting. I asked Aaron during the break, how did you end up in Joplin, Missouri? And he said, that's a good question. I have no clue. 30 plus years on the planet. You've never turned to mom or dad and been like, what's the deal? Why are we here? Why not? No, (laughs) I did. I I may have turned to my dad and been like, Hey, you know, what do you think about the CRA for Williamson? You think it's coming down or you going up tonight? So that that's the conversations we had growing up. So, uh, but no, why we're here. No, no, we don't talk about that. Okay. Well, you, Go ahead, Amal. No, I was going to say, I think Dustin might be right. He said maybe your family worked on the rail, uh, railways. I looked up what is Joplin, Missouri fam, uh, famous for? Trolleys and rail lines. I know westward expansion. There's not thing, There's a lot of, of things in this world I don't know. I am obsessed with westward expansion. The big guy, he's obsessed with a television show which recreates western expansion. Essentially, it's how we built America, and it has everything to do with the cities and westward expansion. Am I correct, big guy? It is uh, the men who built America, frontiersmen, and I've watched it like five times. It's like so you know more hours of time. You know more about the Halterman family than the Halter than Aaron <laughs> yeah, Halterman. No, my guess is I don't know what Halterman, what country that comes from. I'm gonna guess Irish Scottish by his very clear complexion that I see in the screen right now. So I'm gonna guess they were probably railroad workers from Ireland or Scotland working their way out west, and they decided, you know what? We've gone far enough. The risks on the other side of this don't feel like they're worth it. This feels like a good place to settle. Could be. <laughs> You mean the translucent whiteness of Aaron Halterman leads you to believe he might be from Scotland? Look, Aaron is Larry Bird clear. Larry Bird clear. (laughs) I think, listen, that's, that's that's the greatest compliment I've ever gotten, I think, from anybody. Thank you. Aaron, text your t- talk to your mom and dad, and then text me later the story. I'm obsessed with heritage. Now, okay. back to your bets. Um, I don't know if you gave a full uh, explanation, but you are on the Reds tonight. Let's dive into the handicap. Yeah, so the <laughs> good good transition. All right, let's go to the Thank Reds you. here. Uh, <laughs> look, I, Williamson <laughs> is not great. I'm not going to lie. Brandon Williamson is, is an average pitcher, but on this staff right now for the Reds, he's desperately needed to start because they've just kind of thrown stuff together the last couple of nights. So he's on the bump here. We know he's going to give up, you know, a few runs, but he will take them five, six innings. I'm pretty confident of that. That's what we need out of the Reds. So if he can keep this game close, keep them in the game, the Reds, this offense 
They're going to hit Cole Irvin. There's no doubt about it. He's just kind of a makeshift starter for the Orioles tonight. Uh, and, and listen, this lineup of Cincinnati, even though they've lost two in a row, they stayed hot. They hit the ball against Atlanta. Just couldn't uh, keep them off the scoreboard enough. So I'm on the Reds tonight plus money. I think it makes sense in this series uh, when the when the Reds are plus money to take them. Two really good teams. I'll take the plus money with the Reds and see what happens tonight. Pretty, pretty I'm, good. I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward to this set. So is it a three? It's, I'm sure it's a three game set. Let's just go ahead and take mm-hmm. a look. Reds in Baltimore. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, Reds in Baltimore for three games. And then they are taking, no, oh, the Baltimore Orioles got the Reds and twins. So interesting there. Okay. Uh, either of you Reds, uh, Amal or big guy, either I, of you plus one nineteen right now. I think it's a good play simply because I think the game's a toss up. When you look at both pitchers here, I think it's a good opportunity. You get a plus money price. You'd rather take that than lay a number here with the Orioles. I strongly considered the over, even though it's set at 10 mm-hmm. Cole Irvin has been meh. And then Williamson is horrific. Just absolutely a, a dead spot in this rotation for Cincinnati. Uh, I really thought about the over. I even thought about the first five over, but in the end, a rare stay away for me. The Orioles, by the way, we're waiting for them to start calling up some of the youngsters in that pipeline, which is rich with really good players. They actually um, selected the contract of infielder Jordan Westbrook from AAA Norfolk. So they're bringing up an infielder. My assumption is we'll start to see some pitching added to that roster. And of course we've got the trade deadline coming up as well. Okay. Next one on the docket for you, Mr. Halterman, the brewers are at the Mets plus one fifty one. I got a price here. One fifty one on the brewers. You're taking the dog. You always take the dog. Let's go. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I thought this was a good spot here. Now look, Verlander starting for the Mets. That's the bad news. I mean, he has pitched a little bit better as of late uh, and I think he'll do well against the Brewers. I I think the big key to this game, uh, you got to get to the bullpen of the, of the Mets when you're either, I mean, obviously if you're ahead, that'd be great. But even if you're close, you're in the game, If you can get to that Mets bullpen. I think the Brewers will win this game and that's going to be the big key. So listen, Colin Rea, he's not great. Uh, he's going to have to pitch five solid innings here. He's going to have to keep this game close. That's the big challenge. I do think Verlander will have a quality start tonight for the Mets. But again, I think the Brewers keep it close, kind of like they did against the Twins in that series. If they can do the same thing against the Mets, they're going to have success. The Mets bullpen really struggling. They blew a big lead yesterday uh, against a uh, you know, Philadelphia team that they Really, the Mets kind of outplayed them for a lot of that series, but, uh, you know, ended up losing two out of three there. But uh, listen, yesterday they blew it. I I think if this game's close, it gets, you know, eighth, ninth inning, this game's close. I think the Brewers squeak it out. So at the plus 152 price, I'm going to take a shot with the Brewers tonight as well. I like to call here just going against anything. What JV is such a high price. It's hard to back the Mets at such a high price at this point in time. And Dust, excuse me. And Aaron is correct. Colin Ray, I was not a fan of his with the Padres, not a big fan of his with the Brew Crew. Um, if they can get anything out of him decent tonight and you get to that Mets pen, they got a great shot at a big plus money price. Yeah, I big a, guys on the Rets run line. This is you zagging while everybody's zigging. Go ahead. Well, no, I I was look, Justin Verlander has not been very good over his last five starts, 27 innings pitched, a 5-3-3 ERA. Like he has not been that dude. So I fully acknowledge that. However, lifetime versus the Brewers in 23 and two-thirds innings, he has a sub two ERA at one one point nine, thirty-five Ks and a point six eight whip. So he's been awesome against this organization. If there's one offense I trust less than the Mets. It's the Brewers. The Brewers' <laughs> offense is absolutely abysmal. And I think this is a situation where this is why you brought in a guy like Verlander. When things are down, every fifth day when he takes the bump, you know he can right the ship. I also like the angle of playing on the Mets, coming off an embarrassing loss. Everyone's talking about the negativity. I think that could fuel them today in a reaction spot to bounce back. So I'm going to actually back the Mets on the run line, only plus like a dollar six, minus one and a half runs. And then I also took them first five match. Minus 152 I, in the first five. I, I think the Mets walk away with a win here tonight. We don't know why Aaron Halterman lives in Joplin, Missouri, but I do know there's a bunch of sickos or at least one that resides in Joplin, Missouri, because he's taken the Nats tonight at plus 225 <laughs> at Seattle. Now, to be fair, the Nats didn't go home. They just went up the coast, right? They took two of three from the Padres. Mm-hmm. Now they head to Seattle it's a big number. We're showing 210. I'm showing plus 224 at a shop as well. The Nats at the Mariners. Go ahead, Mr. Halterman. 
perfect spot. Perfect spot to play a plus 220 game or plus 210, I guess, now, 220 this morning. Look, where was Seattle? Seattle has been to the Yankees in New York, obviously, and the Baltimore Orioles the last six games. They were tough games. They've been on the road, uh, nip and tuck games uh, the last two against Baltimore. Now they have to go all the way home. And it's like, oh, what? We're playing the lowly Nationals. This isn't going to be much. This will be an easy game. All of a sudden, you look at the Nationals. They've won two out of the last three. They won in San Diego. They won at prices very similar to this. Now, to me, you might think I'm crazy at plus 220. I think the Nationals are undervalued here. The, the listen, Seattle should be the favorite, but I don't think they should be minus 267. That's where I've got them right now. Are you kidding me? On Seattle, no way. I'll take the Nationals. I will take a shot here at plus 220. I don't think the Seattle team's that great. Luis Castillo is the problem. I think he will pitch a, a decent game, but Give me the Nationals plus 220. I just think that's way too high. I don't think they should be that price. Patrick, the, the, the angle that he brought up, Aaron did, is fantastic. You've got a team that was on a road game, a road trip for six games on the East Coast, New York and Baltimore. Now you're flying across three time zones. And this is one of the best betting angles you generally see in the NBA and Major League Baseball. Teams on the long road trip. And I think that's one of the reasons why Aaron is also on the Milwaukee Brewers. Don't want to speak there, but the Mets just come off a road trip in Houston and Philadelphia. You generally, if you look at it historically, are better served taking the team in the second home game as opposed to the first one. Good one. Like that angle. And you're getting a team that just dropped eight, what they won, eight three yesterday in San Diego. So getting out of town with the hot bats, headed up to Seattle. Love it. Aaron Halterman, the pride of Joplin, Missouri. Thank you. <laughs> Racingdudes.com. I want a full report on your heritage, like literally a genealogy report tonight. Um, of course, Racingdudes.com. And also, why don't you go ahead and plug your podcast with your pops? Yeah, baby, we'll do a full report on Thursday. Due to Bet Daily will be up on Thursday. And yeah, there you go. Dudes who bet daily, go check it out. RacingDudes.com. We're coming back with the Detroit this Lions. Is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, bet $5 to get $150 in bonuses instantly over at DraftKings, but you have to use the promo code VSIN, V S I N. It's pretty simple. Five bucks to get $150 in bonuses instantly. Download the DraftKings app. Use the promo code VSIN. Okay, we got you back here. The guide comes out on Thursday. I'm Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson. I'm Patrick Maher. So with the guide, you're going to get a bunch of write-ups. And Matt Humans, he's skeptical or dubious about the Lions and that nine and a half. In fact, he's going under that from the guide. And here's what I'll say. Again, just full disclosure, as I get into my rant about the Lions, it's going to have nothing to do with the season win total, okay? Uh, but I will kind of transfer this to week one. But let me start here. First off, fellas, do you know the last time, a little trivia to start our Lions conversation, one DraftKings has them set at nine and a half. You got to pay a little juice, a dollar 20 to the over. I'll tell you why coming up in just a second, but do you know, and just take a guess, no pressure. The last time the lions won a four team division in the NFC North. Well, I was going to say 91 because that was when they beat the Cowboys in the postseason, but I think it's more recent than that. 91 is a good guess. Big guy. You want to take a stab? Matthew Stafford never won that division. So... Aaron Rodgers was drafted in what? Oh, four, <laughs> four or something like that. So before oh four. So we're probably going to go, uh, I'll go 19, my birth year, 1985. Just throw it out there. Okay. Amal Shaw was close. It was 30 years ago, 1993. I want, just think about that for a second. Okay, since 2001, the Lions have played with three other teams in their division. In 2001, prior to that, it was the NFC Central. Do you guys know the other team in the NFC Central at the time? I remember because I used to go to the games at the Silverdome, and one game I went, Trent Dilfer was the quarterback of this team. Yeah, it was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's exactly right. It was a five-team division. Yeah, Tampa Bay was yeah. in the NFC Central with the Lions, the Bears, the Minnesota Vikings, and, of course, the Green Bay Packers. And then in 01, we went NFC North. That didn't help the Lions at all. They still have yet to win a division in 30 years. Okay, so that's why I like to tell people to pump the brakes a little bit. This was a team last year, and, of course, they're your favorites in division. Right now, to win the North, the Lions are plus 130. They did go 5-1 and one in division last year to kind of add credence. They opened the season one and six. 
They then won eight of 10 to close the year. The big win was knocking the Packers out of the postseason. They finished nine and eight. So there's reasons to love the lions. Okay. And I'll give you two reasons in particular. The lions were 29th against the pass. Their secondary was gosh awful. What'd they do? They cleaned it up. They went out and signed vets. CJ Mosley, Cam Sutton, CJ Gardner, Johnson, Emmanuel Mosley. So they've completely added studs to the secondary. The biggest off season addition for the Detroit lions was Ben Johnson. Who Jameer Gibbs? No. Sam Laporta? No. Ben Johnson, the 37 year old offensive coordinator. Who's a math major, a computer science degree from North Carolina. He stuck around. Why is that good? They were fourth in total yards. They were fifth in points scored. They were first in turnovers offensively. They were third in net yards. They were fourth in touchdown scored with Jared Goff as their quarterback. That's ridiculous. It's the first time in lions history that they threw for more than 4,000 yards and ran for 2000 yards. That's a balanced offense. They scored 26.6 points per. That was the fifth best in football with Dustin Sweetelson. Jared Goff is the answer at quarterback. Ben Johnson was given a raise and they could have given more than Dan Campbell makes. And it would have been worth it because other teams wanted him. He said, nah, I'm good. I'm sticking around because the culture of biting kneecaps and slamming four locos is too good to give up. So Ben Johnson sticks around. That's one. Again, I mentioned Jameer Gibbs. They drafted the kid. He is explosive, a game breaker, Sam Laporte of the tight end to replace Hawkinson, who they traded away. Ross St. Brown is a freaking stud. Their offensive line is top tier. Jamal Williams is suspended. He'll be back. Excuse me, Jamal Williams. He's now in New Orleans, 17 touchdowns. That's a big miss. Williams, to me, that's one of the underestimated parts here. Short short yardage, goal line circumstances last year. Jamal Williams was awesome. But I don't have a problem with the nine and a half. You can look at adjusted numbers. I think, big guy, you were telling me eight and a half. You can find an adjusted number in the market. I think it's a nine-win team. I think the division, obviously, I mentioned they went five and one last year. Division's in flux. As far as strength of schedule, they're 20th overall, so it's not daunting or overwhelming. They will play the NFC South proper. Conversely, they will play the AFC South proper. If you're into the Detroit Lions, and I know a lot of people are jumping on the Honolulu Blue and uh, Silver bandwagon, well, you're going to get them. Four primetime games this year, two Thursday night games. So all of that mediocrity in the past most believe, including television programmers, is going to change this year. They are your fourth betting favorite in the NFC to represent 10 to one. They're tied for ninth overall to be your champs this year at 22 to one. What am I telling you? This is way overblown, but I don't, I did the number in division doesn't interest me just because I'm so concerned about what the rest of the division has to offer. So let's go to week one. You can right now, boys, you can find the Lions catching seven at Kansas City September 7th. I love this. Some shops are showing six and a half, but you can find a seven. This is a good deal because Kansas City, we've talked about them. They were nine and 11 ATS last year overall. They were three, six and one at home. Since 2020, 2020, the Kansas City Chiefs are 14 and 18 ATS at home. They're just not a very good team as far as covering the number. And then you look at some of the numbers, like when their favorites are three and a half or more. Well, over their last 36 dogs of three and a half or more against Kansas City, 26 and 10, a 72% hit rate. So anytime we get plus three and a half dogs cover against Kansas city, I love the spot game one week one. Anybody can beat anybody. There's absolute adrenaline all over the place. Last year. If you remember the defending champs were the Rams, the bills went in on that Thursday night opener and spanked the Rams 31, nothing. There could be a hangover. It's not going to happen with the chiefs. You wouldn't suspect I just like a team in the Lions that were 12 and 5 ATS last year. It's a team, by the way, that went 10 and 7 to the over. So they scored a bunch of points as I laid out. I don't want to mess with their division number at nine and a half, but I will tell you if you can find a seven to open up the season in Kansas City, I freaking love the Lions catching the number. For anybody? 
first of all, great breakdown of the lines, completely, very thoroughly done. And I'll tell you another thing Thank that I, I like on your point here. You mentioned week one. This is some, I, I got to tell you, Patrick, I learned a lot about betting. One time I saw a guy bet the Carolina Panthers, eight, they were plus eight and a half at, the, at that time, the San Diego Chargers. He took them on the money line and they end up winning the game. I think week one is your absolute best time to bet a team on the money line yep. as an underdog because nobody really knows, right? The odds makers, they're speculating just like the betters are. So I think it's a great opportunity. You mentioned the seven points. And if you think about this Kansas City team during their run to win two Super Bowls, They've been fortunate along the way. Not only, yeah, they get worked by Tampa in the Super Bowl, but they've been in a lot of tight games. I think Mahomes has been the difference in terms of their winning. We saw their two Super Bowl wins could have easily been losses just as they were wins. And I think getting seven points with a team that's going to be much more complete than most people would have anticipated coming into last year. You add in Jameer Gibbs. Uh, to the uh, to me, he's going to be tremendous catching the ball out of the backfield. I think Amon Ross St. Brown's got an opportunity to be an all-pro level receiver this year. The offensive line is good. Panay Sewell is very good on the right side. If Decker can play consistent, I think this team can be very effective. And then Goff is the wild card. He's still a first overall pick. This is a guy that can help this team immensely. This plus seven, I don't think is going to be there long. And I know many people don't want to tie up their money for what equates to about 12 weeks. But if you're going to bet this game and you're going to make a smart bet and you're looking to win, you got to take the seven because I, I firmly believe by kickoff we're at six or six and a half. Yep. It's well put big guy. The secondary was the issue. They added four studs. Okay. So I'm not concerned about that. I wasn't being flippant or using hyperbole. When I talked about Ben Johnson, if Ben Johnson got a head coaching job, I got this team winning six, seven games. That's how important them all just said it. The tutelage of golf. You need a special McVay type with golf. And Ben Johnson is that their numbers offensively were freaking ridiculous last year. You can't break up that continuity. They didn't. That's the reason I'd be bullish on the lions. Yeah. And I'd also look at who they're playing Kansas city who have been slow starters. The last couple seasons have had issues early in the early stretch of their seasons, but also the, the Chiefs have had some favorable week one scheduling over the years. Just a random thing I looked up while you were talking. Last year, they were at Arizona, who yep. stunk. The year before, they were they hosted Cleveland, who stunk, barely beat them. 2020, they had Houston, always stink. 2019, the Jags, always stink. The last time they played a good team week one was the Chargers in 2018. They beat them by 10. That was Mahomes' first year as a starter. So the Kansas City Chiefs, who notoriously start slowly, haven't really had challenges week one. The Detroit Lions with the momentum from last year are absolutely a challenge week one for KC. And my apologies. You had time to drive to Joplin, Missouri during my rant because when I talk about the Lions, I tend to be a bit verbose. So I apologize to both of you. <laughs> but we all agree that number at seven week one, tremendous for the Lions at Arrowhead. We come back, close tabs next. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. <laughs> the, big, the big guy got him laughing. Hey, you can tell the big guy's in a bad mood. So during the break, I try to get him a chuckle and he just laughs. So I feel like we're ending the show on a good note. You can start your day on a great note 175 bucks. Now, if I tell you $175, it's a lot of money, but not if I tell you you get everything we offer through the Super Bowl. Think about it. You don't have to worry about it for months and months. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You become a VEASAN pro. And the first thing you're going to get is picks. And then on Thursday, you're going to get our NFL betting guide, which drops early. So that's the summer kickoff special. This is cheaper than we've done in the past. 175 bucks. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Okay. The big guy, uh, of course, Amal Shaw. So we were discussing, and I talked so quickly, so let me just slow down a little bit and just reiterate. The last 36 games, the Kansas City Chiefs were a three and a half point or more favorite. The dog is 26 and 10 ATS, 72% hit rate. Meaning the Chiefs just don't cover these numbers once you get past that key number of three, three and a half. So what does that mean? Amal, I think you and I are on the same page here. I said during the break, right as we were coming back from break, to me it says a hell of a lot in a positive way about the Chiefs. Not if you're a Chiefs backer ATS and betting on the Chiefs, but the fact that everybody, when they play the Chiefs, are gearing for their biggest game of the year. You're getting the best punch regardless of where that team is in the season. And the Chiefs have to, every single week, take their opponent's best punch, and they continue to win these close games. They're not covering the number. The market's much different than reality. The market is what the, what we determine or what the books set a number. We determine which way the number goes. And generally, you're going to have inflated lines on the Chiefs. They're not covering that number, but they're winning all these close games. And to me, that's just as impressive. Not impressive for a Chiefs backer, but it's impressive for the team. I think you bring up an excellent point. This is a team that went 14 and three in the regular season. You include the postseason, 17 and three. They lost three games by a combined 10 points at Cincinnati, 27 24, uh, against Buffalo at home, 24 20, and then against the Colts, 20 to 17 on the road. And I think that one was involved a drop punt return, if I'm not mistaken. Don't quote me on that, but that was a tight game where they had a turnover late in that game, had an opportunity to kind of seal the deal. So this is a team, to your point, they may play close games. But there's something about 15 that just finds ways to either get the game into a situation to be able to tie it or win it. Yep. And then you combine that with Harrison Butker. And, of course, we know about Travis Kelsey. I think that's an excellent point that gets overlooked. And to Patrick's point, just to kind of substantiate it, 27-24 at home against the Chargers, 30-29 against the Raiders, 20-17 to overtime win against Tennessee, against the Chargers on the road, 30-27. to uh, Denver at um, mile high, 34-28 against the Texans, 30 to 24 in overtime as well. And this is a team, and then finally against Denver, 27-24. And the reason I bring up all those scores, those were all wins by less than a touchdown. But they found ways to win these games. Big guy, Arrowhead 
that's a home field. It's not a dome. It starts to get cold, gets windy there. It's a great crowd. Well, since 2020, they're 14 and 18 ATS. They win at home. They don't cover at home. That's the Chiefs. We're talking about taking the Lions plus seven to open up the season there. Well, a conspiracy theory here from me. Uh, I believe they are so good and so efficient that they can find ways to win without having to show too much. And sometimes I think that's kind of what they do. Other than, like, we all know, throw it downfield to Kelsey over in the middle. He'll be open at some point if Mahomes has enough time. But I, I think a lot of times early in the year, they're not trying to give away too many of their wrinkles and save them for when they need them later in the season, which is why some of these poorer teams stick around with them through four quarters. Would you agree with my assessment? Not on the Lions, but I got you to laugh coming back from break. That's kind of the first smile we've seen today, maybe a little curmudgeonly on a Monday. I mean, is it any less than usual? Can I just say one thing in his defense? Yeah. Unless you're on vacation, is anybody ever excited about Mondays? Unless you're in this town and that's your like so-called Friday? Well, Monday is, is still better than Fair. one day of the week. Which, Which is? Tuesday. Tuesday has no identity. It has no purpose. Monday, no it's feel. a fresh start. Wednesday, it's hump day. It's the middle. You're halfway home. Thursday, it's the day before Friday. And Friday, nobody does any work if we're being totally honest. Best day of the week is fill in the blank. Saturday because it's college football. Th- Thursday because it's not necessarily the weekend and Friday that matters. It's the hope that it brings. Saturday's the answer. I sat here on Saturday and it was like oh, I thought 7 a.m. I thought we were just doing work days. Okay. I, if it was 7 a.m., I had the paper. I was by myself, which is a perfect scenario for me. And it felt like I was as far away from like responsibility as I possibly could be. Saturday at 7 in the morning. Am I wrong? No, not at all. I mean, the only thing you did wrong was being conscious on a Saturday at 7 a.m. It's the only thing you did I, wrong. Well, what am I gonna do? What do you, sleep my life away? Yes. What are you doing? Is... You got you got two days a week to not set an alarm and just pass out and sleep as long as humanly possible. You do not wake up at seven a.m. on a Saturday. Let me let me explain to you, Grandma Salmon. <laughs> Shorty, when she was always ninety-five years old, it didn't matter if it was nineteen eighty-five. I'd go stay with her, or it was like two thousand five when she died. For some reason, she was always 95. It was my great-grandmother. I used to spend summers with Grandma Salmon and her jump-off Michael, okay? She lived in a not-great part of town, but we'd just go stay there with her. And every single weekend, I'd wake up, and she was sitting in her chair at, like, 3 in the morning watching TV. And I said, yo, Grandma Salmon, you going to go to bed? She said, bed? I just got up. And I thought to myself, well, what is she doing? I mean, does she have insomnia? And then I learned later in life, I learned she wasn't sleeping because she was almost dead. So she decided what's more important than living. She got up so early because I said she was 95 her whole entire life. So she knew she was on death's door. So she was just, you know, always getting up early. That's how I am at 45. I get up earlier because I know. Let's be fair. Death is right around the corner. <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's probably a while away. So you can sleep till I have a rule. If possible, I try and sleep until the first half of the clock is at double digits. Now, I have not been able to do that in a while. But if possible, keep the eyes closed in bed, sleep apnea mask on till the clock's at double digits. And I feel like I did something prosperous with my Saturday. I, I, feel, I well, wake up in a panic. Like, I feel like something has happened that I've missed that I needed to do if I get up that late. At 10? But back to your yeah. point. Back to your point about, uh, about Monday. Monday, glass half empty. So I feel like death is around the corner. Ask me on Friday. <laughs> half full. Don't, I got 40 more years oh, to live. Oh, especially this Friday when somebody's about to be gone for a month. You're going to be real loose. this Friday hits, it's going to hit different. Because this Friday <laughs> means the month of July is your boys. And that is I just, that's a good feeling. I just want to know no if you're gonna pop a little of you. I just want to know if you're gonna pop a little champagne in that last segment. Pop champagne. 
I'm getting illegal drugs. <laughs> Three o'clock. <laughs> Mark my word, John Goulet. <laughs> Three o'clock on Friday, Pacific time. There is going to be some drug deals going on outside this condo. About because it's be a celebration. That, about to be on that Aaron Rodgers plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I am going to be high on ayahuasca and Len Mead can't say anything because I'm not due to work 30 days from then. <laughs> Actually, thirty-one. Take the entire month. Don't don't short yourself. Right. Exactly. Oh, that's By so the way, good. the thirty-first. The thirty-first is a Monday, so I even get that Monday off. <laughs> By not the way, I that's, you got to give him credit, right? Because he's got July. Imagine if you have February, you lose ten percent by being off three less days. Yeah. I swear to you both, I'm not even a drug guy. I thought about taking them just because I have a month off. What are you gonna do? Plenty of time to recover. Hey, drugs are old school. Just like Blockbuster. Let's get to Dustin's top 10 guilty pleasure videos. Remember back in the day when you used to go to Blockbuster on a Friday and just spent hours perusing the videotapes, the VHS tapes? It was awesome back in the day. Let's go, big guy. Yeah, my parents kept going, man, do you want to try skiing? You keep renting ski school, too. I don't know if anyone's ever else seen that, but there's a lot of nudity. I know, I there's know. a lot of nudity in that movie. Softcore, yeah. softcore. All right, what is your list? You got a minute and a half. Go ahead. All right, just videos like whenever I'm scrolling TikTok, Instagram Reels, Facebook that like I can't Love stop it. watching. So this will actually surprise people because I don't enjoy doing it. But I like watching workout videos. That's number 10 on my list. And learning new ways to work out that I don't eventually do. But I have a lot of them liked and stored on my phone that when I start to work out more, I will eventually incorporate. <laughs> Maybe by osmosis, you do burn a couple of cows by watching people work their ass off. Well, it's usually women and uh, enjoy their outfits. Oh, stop it. Number nine on your list. Uh, number nine is a recent one for me. I can't stop when people post these history of WWE videos, and I'm sure they're from another platform and they're just being ripped off or multiple platforms, but like hearing the stories from the wrestlers about certain big fights or certain guys coming up and being discovered, fascinating stuff. Can't stop watching them. Love the list. Dustin's top 10 guilty pleasures. Well, he's on YouTube and he's bored. He watches workout videos and WWE history. Perfect. Great Monday show, boys. I'm all great to have you back. Dustin Sweetelson, good job. Wes Reynolds, thank you. Aaron Holterman, remember, vcin.com slash subscribe. Get in now. The guy drops on Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Best. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.